Blog Talk Radio. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Hi everyone, this is Natalie Jean, and today we have the honor of having on chatting with Nat pop, pop punk artist Nubella Honey. I love the name. Nubella Honey is a modern pop punk artist from North Carolina. She relocated to San Diego during a time of uncertainty and loss. 2020 brought about a lot of things, a lot of good, a lot of bad. Yet the turbulence cultivated a modern sound that fused punk, pop, soul, and rock and roll. Bella Honey released her first EP, Gypsy State of Mind, a blues and soul project that reflected her struggles as she dug deep through her trials and tribulations to find her voice. She later released Wine It, an Afrobeat single, and showcased a different sound and direction from her earlier releases. Within that same year, she began writing and producing her album, Sagittarius. We all know Sagittarius because I'm one too. As the project began to take form, a unique tone, style, and presence materialized into something unparalleled to her vocal norm. Fast forward to 2021, Nubella Honey released Sagittarius on November 12th, which fused her love of pop, punk, and rock and roll. Let's give her a round of applause. Hi, Nubella. How are you? Hey, wow, that's good. <laughs> not going to do, you know what I mean? I can't, if I do this, you need a round of applause. You need right. <laughs> so I'm glad that you feel that warmth. Um, so how have you been during this cray-cray pandemic, elections, George Floyd, Ukraine, Brooklyn, New York, Subway, this, that, and the other. The world is, I mean, what else can I say? Because every yeah. day around, it's, it's always something new. Yeah, no, it's it's a lot. I think uh, 2020, maybe even before 2020 happened, I stopped watching the news. Um, mm. Only just for my mental health, because it's always some type of something happening. And I realized that a lot of times when something will happen, it will kind of make me paranoid for no reason. And since I just stopped, it was just like, I've just been able to breathe. Now, 2020 is a different beast. I'm sure we all felt 2020 with like uh, the injustice, which is going on um, still, but it it just, it was interesting because 2020, um, on my end, I was just, like, working. So I was just okay. trying to hustle, hustle, so I can, like, pay for, like, fund my own album. Right. So I was just, like, depressed. I was, like, motivated. I was happy sometimes, sad the other. Like, it was just it was just a lot, you know? And a lot of times I don't, like, it's, it's strange because 2020, like, meant different things for different people right. so like when I complain about what I was going through it just it, 
like, why am I complaining? Because, you know, some people lost families. Right, and I'm right. still alive, you know? But, yeah, 2020, and even now, it's still alive with the whole, like, mass mass shootings and the Brooklyn and all, all that stuff. That's, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's falling apart. Like, when I, t- I talk to people, I'm like, you know, I have to pinch myself to see if I didn't go back yeah. in time. You know, especially with yeah. like a plague, you think when you think of something like that, you think 1930s, 1920s, 1940s. You don't think 2020, um, because it's, right. just, it's surreal. It's unreal. It's it's just you know how did this come to be? Now? You know, I have a couple of theories about the pandemic and stuff like that. You Girl, know, okay, TikTok. <laughs> TikTok got me into the conspiracy lane, so I'm just not.
to be able to do what they, they love. You know, obviously money is important. We need it to, to survive. But uh, they realize, okay, I need to do something that's more of my passion. And then artists, uh, some artists decide to rebrand. Some, a lot of artists created new music during the pandemic. Singles, uh, mm-hmm. some people said, oh, new music is not for me. I'm not doing it. It's too hard. You know, so what I'm saying is that there was a lot of self-introspection during the time, the downtime right. we had. I mean, even if people were still working, but working at home, if they still had the time to process life and how they want to be right. perceived, what they want to do with their life. So during this time, did you take time to really focus and think about, you know, your life and how you want to be perceived as an artist? What did you think about? Um. <laughs> yeah. So during that time, I'm just trying to make sure I don't start rambling. <laughs> I'm trying to think before I talk. Um, <laughs> um, so 2020, um, 2020, at the beginning of 2020, it was like heartbreak. So when my particular heartbreak was happening, I didn't really realize what was happening because me personally <laughs> – I know I have emotions, but I don't like feeling my emotions. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's yeah. just, but yeah, but I'm getting better at that. So like when the heartbreak was happening, I didn't realize how attached I was to this particular individual. So mm-hmm. now I'm trying not to think about this heartbreak. So I just started going into music because I was, I was supposed to be like writing or initiating something. So this right. heartbreak, instead of me like focusing and being super, super depressed and in my feelings, I was just like, okay, so let me go ahead and start listening to some funk. I was listening to a lot of um, Edison Pox. I was listening to Jungle. I was listening to some Chaka Khan. Like I was just listening to something that would like keep me happy. I was like, and also I was listening to Afrobeat just to like, because anytime I listen to Afrobeat, I just want to like start shaking my ass or like, just, I'm just happy, you know? Um, so with me specifically listening to like Edison Park and Jungle, that kind of motivated me to start writing. Okay. And 2020, I just kind of dedicated that to, okay, I want to make 2020 like, my last, like, a transition period for me to not work a shitty job that I don't uh, want to work right. for. So at the beginning of 2021, I'm just trying to shorten this story. <laughs> so at the beginning of 2021, I already made up my mind that, okay, this year is going to be the last year. Um, and then 2022, uh, uh, November 2021, I released my album after everything was recorded, all of that. And then 2022, um, I, I quit my job, like, mm-hmm. January 2022. But I prolonged it for so much, uh, for so long because I was just nervous about money. Yeah. Because I, like, I've been kind of struggling with, like, money for the past maybe, like, three, four years with me trying to go to school in Berlin and try to make it out there. And it was just like, I just didn't know what I was doing. So right. it was just a fear of mine to be like, okay, I don't want to be in the same position. So I just kept working the same miserable job. 
And then, like, 2021, uh, 2022 was, like, the final straw. I was like, I can't do this. Like, I'm just mad every single day. Like, I, this is not healthy. But, yeah. Oh, my God. I hope I did not ramble through that. <laughs> I, I completely get it because you and I are on the same page because during the pandemic, the pandemic allowed me or forced me to make decisions about my own life and my own um, music career in the sense that, yeah, I was like, oh, I don't have any money to do none of this. I got a little bit yeah. of money to live for, you know, about, about a year. Um, to be, and I, I, I just said, you know what? I went on faith. Yeah. I'm a very spiritual person. I said, God will support me. I'm going to do the best that I can to get this music off the ground. Obviously, music uh, career is very tough. We're competing against mainstream artists. I don't consider, like, yeah. you know, and stuff like that. So, um, no, but kudos to us. High five. Um, we left our thing. Yes. <laughs> One of the things that the pandemic did, it, it demonstrated that life is really short. For me, it was like now or never. Yes. Okay. Now yeah. or never. Because I was at my job for 15 years, um, and there were moments, there were a lot of moments, where I wanted to leave, and I just didn't have the wherewithal to do it. I was like, but, yeah. this, that, the other. And so I did it, and ooh, I love it. Um, you know, there's always a better factor of, like, moments about money. But, you know what, keep your faith, keep pushing, um, things will, will resonate, and things will happen for you. So, kudos to you for being able to do all that stuff. Oh no, thank you. And and also, like I, I I don't know about you, but I strongly believe in manifestation. Yes. So yes. throughout last year I was just manifesting. I would like repeat the same um I would do the same prayer, but then after the prayer I would repeat the same mantra that I yes. that I yes. had for myself for the following year or within that year. And that kind of motivated me to be like, okay, let me figure out, like, I need to put in work to make this manifestation happen. So right. I just want to put that little bit in. Sometimes without a microphone, you know, sometimes, yeah. the bottom line, everything with manifestation is faith. That's the bottom line. Exactly. You visualize it, yeah. you believe it, you let it go because you know it's going to happen. It's all about, right. it, it, you have to, one, you have to believe in yourself. You have to believe in whatever you believe in, and you have to know that you are worthy to be able to get that thing. You have to love yourself. Yeah. So because if, yeah, if you don't love right. yourself, you don't think that you're worthy, then there's no point in trying to manifest anything. We Nothing, are all yeah. <laughs> of something good yeah. in this world. So, yeah, no, I'm all about the manifesting. I've been able to manifest things because of visualization techniques, you know, storyboards, mm-hmm. whatever. I've done it. So I, I completely understand. Now, what was it about the music industry that made you say, Nubella and music has to go together. This is a career. I'm doing it. I don't want to hear anything else. <laughs> yeah, so I was born in Nigeria. So, like, when I came to the States, I, like, I moved to North Carolina. So... When I first came to North Carolina, like, the first, like, artist that kind of resonated with me as a, like, young girl was, like, Britney Spears for some reason. (laughs) And, 
like as a Nigerian, like I don't know if you're like from the Caribbean or if you were born here or if you're from if you're African or what have you, wherever you're from. It's just like when you have those parents who are like, you need to either be like an engineer, a lawyer, or a doctor. Like those three mm-hmm. options, nothing else. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I was like, I well, I can't tell my my parents that I wanna that I'm interested in music. And also, I was really young, so <laughs> so I remember um, my parents just, like, after dinner, they were like, what do you want to be? And mind you, I think I'm, like, in fifth, maybe sixth grade, and I was just like, answer the, po- the most political <laughs> answer given. I was just like, yeah, I want to be, be a lawyer. I don't know nothing about being a lawyer. Like, in my head, I was just like, I really, I want to figure out how to write songs. Like, this is... This is awesome. So this is what's going in my brain, but and like I'm just like, okay, I just want to please my parents. Let me just say a lawyer. Maybe this conversation will be over. So that happened, and then fast forward maybe a, a couple months later, I wrote my first song. So with me writing my first song in health class, I was just like, yo, this is, this is what I'm meant to be. Because right. I didn't think I was capable of doing that. I just thought I was just, like, mimicking other artists in my bedroom and all of that. So, like, actually visualizing and seeing what I was capable of kind of, like, sold it for me. So that kind of got me into into knowing that I was meant to do it. That's awesome. Now, let's, let me piggyback um, on this Caribbean family thing. So my family is from Haiti. So I completely... Uh-huh. A hundred <laughs> million, million taps understand the whole thing of oh you because you know it's all about oh you're gonna be a lawyer you're gonna be a doctor you're gonna be this you're gonna, mm-hmm. yeah yeah in fact I'll give you a little story so my mom told me this story about how uh, this Haitian guy his parents wanted him to be like a doctor and stuff like that and. Yeah, he really didn't want to, but he went to school, he became a doctor, um, graduated, and when he graduated, he went to his parents, he said, here, here's the diploma for being a doctor, and now I'm going to do what I want to do. That man went through all that schooling and said, here. Wow. But yeah, so, yeah, yeah, no, I get the whole Caribbean thing. I'm lucky that I have, yeah. I was, is, an, was a, is an accountant, but he also did music as well, so he understood, and my mom understood. Oh. I, mean, I went to college. I have yeah. a degree in communications, but um, when I decided to follow the the music thing, they first they were surprised because it came later in life, and I never thought I could sing. Blah blah blah. But um, they were just like, eh, "Whatever you want to do with your life, you know," because they 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 understood. But yeah, what's the Caribbean um, African uh, cultures are just like, "What you want to do? What?" Are you crazy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's crazy that he actually, like, did – I I know it's eight-plus years. I was just going to say eight, but that's probably 12 years or yes. however long he went to school for. I'm just like – Yes. Even and minimum eight years, that's, that's a long time me. of your life to, like – and also the money that it took. Like, student yeah. loans ain't no joke, so – He said, here – here, I gave you what yeah. you want. Now I'm going to live your life. And I mean, some people do that. Um, how yeah. is it for you to be authentic in your music and in your life? 
It is extremely important um, to the point that this year I made it like my sole mission to be honest and be as authentic as possible. And I I know like people like throwing honesty around a lot and will lie to themselves just to make themselves feel comfortable. And trust you, <laughs> trust me. Like I there there's certain scenarios that that happen, and I'm like, okay, I need to I need to stay in this uncomfortable feeling that I'm having because I need to be honest with myself. Because once I stop doing that, then I'm going to go back to the same habit of not, of not sticking to my word. Right. And I know that in the past, that was just kind of like a, had a huge problem with procrastination. Because mm. even with me moving to Berlin and like me running out of money and just, and like me ending up being homeless, just because like, I I had a plan of what I was going to do, but I procrastinated it, and I waited to, like, the last possible thing could happen, and then it happened, you know? So right. with that happening and, like, 2020 happening, I was just like, okay, I need to change something about right. the way I'm pursuing music because, obviously, I'm not doing it the right way. And since I've been honest with myself, I've like I ended up partnering with like a management company. I'm currently working on like my West Coast tour. I'm okay. currently trying to create like a a band to assist me with this tour. So it's just me being honest and me being direct for myself, regardless of how uncomfortable it is, has his it has opened up a lot of windows. So that's 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 my that's my thing right now at the moment. Okay, beautiful. I like it. I love it. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> um, because authenticity authenticity is is huge right now. So um, yeah, during the pandemic, you know, I watched a lot of webinars and TikTok and different apps and stuff like that. And one of the things they said is that, you know, the um. The most popular uh, videos on TikTok are the ones where people are being extremely authentic. Because yeah. for years, people don't know what to believe anymore. You know, there's a whole aspect of fake news. You go to read something like, oh, okay. Then you go somewhere else and it's like, no, that's not the truth. So people are craving authenticity and the, they want hope. They want realness. And so a lot of yeah. people during the pandemic started to listen to more independent artists because independent artists write more about their lives, about things going on in the world and stuff like that and they can gravitate to that. They can understand that. They need to say, okay, I need to listen to Nivella right now because she, she expresses something in me that I need to feel at that, mo- at that moment. And I tell people all the time that um, music is our superpower because music can yeah. heal, music can move mountains, Music can make you happy, can be, make you, it can make you do all kinds of things. But the thing that music brings out is a sense of joy because it allows you to, a sense of release. So I always say, if you're going to do music, know that you have that power in hand, that you can be an effective player in life and make a difference in somebody's life. It is so, to me, it is so important. Like during the pandemic, well, even before the pandemic, I had thought about what type of artist I wanted to be. 
And I want to be an effective yeah. somebody to be able to say, oh, yeah, I listened to Natalie's song today and I, oh, it made a difference in the world. You know, I tell, yeah. I have to tell this story where um, I was talking to this lady the other day. She was saying, oh, you know, she had a performance. And then after the performance, this man came up to her and said, you know, I really love what you did. It really moved me so much because wow. I, was, I was going to go home and kill myself. And now I'm not. Wow. Because of her performance. Because oh, of what she, because of what she's saying. Because of her that energy. I don't know what it but he said thank you very much. Can you imagine? Can you imagine somebody coming yeah. yeah. And you're just like, whoa. Then you you realize music is something that you're supposed to be doing. Because every day I'm like, oh, I don't know what this is. It's hard. Yeah. Much money, this, that, and then I'll get an email, I'll get a call, you know, somebody say, oh, I listen to your song, um, yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, okay, God, okay, universe, I'm going to keep doing it, but yeah. you got to bring me some money. <laughs> yeah, no, girl, <laughs> especially being unemployed, that is, like, right now, I'm just trying to figure out ways, I need the money, <laughs> where are they coming from, <laughs> so... <laughs> Listen, we're we're both in the same boat. You know, my sister um, was driving for Shift. So Shift is a, a company where you just pick up pharmacy medicines for people, and then you just deliver them. And she was making a, a oh, decent. Okay. I hate driving. That's the problem. Yeah. I've recently been given some kind of opportunity, and I, I need to have the money to this, that, and the other. So I'm weighing my options. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my options so no I'm I listen I'm with you it, it, it comes down to this ugly thing called money um yeah all right now I'm going to play one of your songs here uh let's Ooh. get get down tell me yeah. what um so the get down I just wanted to write something that made that made you feel good. Well, it just made everybody feel good and feel sexy. It was just like a fun song, just a weekend song that you turn on. Or even like if you're just brushing your teeth or you just woke up and you're like, mm, I'm feeling mad today. You know, you just put that on and you just, hopefully it brightens your day. You feel you feel like you're that bad bitch, you know? So that's, yeah. that's what I wrote that for. Or I that did. bad man. Whatever. All right. <laughs> Let's do it.
Monkey Groove. <laughs> now, Thank you. <laughs> when is your birthday? December 6th. Oh, that's funny. That's my uncle's birthday. I'm November 23rd, so I kind of, I'm, I'm like uh, a... So you are the cusp. Cusp of Scorpio Sagittarius, but I'm more of a Sagittarius yeah. than that. So I completely understand. So what is your writing process like? And how do you deal with writer's block if you get it? Uh, So for me, a lot of times I usually start with the, uh, I start with the melody first. And I kind of keep humming something. And if I hum the same melody three times, that's, that's like my brain telling me, okay, girl, you need to start, you need to start writing, coming up with something. So um, after the melody happens, I record the melody on my phone and then I start writing. Um, And a lot of times when I start writing, like I don't typically finish the song. And when I come to a write, when I come to a writer's block, I'm just like, okay, let me stop. And let me come back to the song tomorrow if tomorrow isn't working, then I'm just going to take a, like, I'm just going to stop completely and then kind of listen to the artist that I'm trying to get inspiration from. And then I'm going to come back to it and see if anything transpires. So it's a lot of like melody and like a lot of stopping and then coming back to it just to, but never forcing it because when you force something, it, it, it never sounds as good as you'd hope. Amen to that. Um, oh, Lord. Well, what about you? What's your what's your uh, writing method? So, so, eh, so, I don't play an instrument, but I, I know how, I'll, I work with a music producer, and I, I'll hum a melody mm-hmm. that I like. But the way that I start out um, writing songs is I, I'm, I'm, I'm so archaic I still use paper I can't be on the screen all the time I use a computer and paper same. I like to write yeah, things down what I do is like I usually have a theme but I'll start off with the chorus and work around the chorus to develop the verses now okay. I used to be like oh I have to do verse verse chorus verse 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 blah, blah, blah. but I don't like to do that I yeah. have to write the way that I want so a lot of times recently I've been writing, except for my last song, I've been writing like like a poem type thing. Sometimes the chorus okay. might might be one word. The chorus, like I did a song called I'm Done. So I'm done, 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 so over it, so over it. I've learned there that we don't have to be such sticklers to writing. The thing is that we need to yeah. be star as artists. I mean, they don't. I tell this to people all the time. They don't tell painters when you go to an art gallery, why do they do this flash of blue or flash of orange at a certain junction? Right. Um, I think that we need to be able to write the way they want. There are certain genres that are just sticklers. Like I do Americana country and I write for other genres, but Americana country okay. rhyme. <laughs> and, I'm always, and I'm always like, is it the point just to tell a story? <laughs> Why do we always have yeah. a I'll have a, like a phrase, yeah. a phrase or a specific word that I want to use in the mm-hmm. song. And it may not rhyme with anybody, but I said, I'm going to put it in there anyway, because that's what I want. You know, I always believe that if you're going to re- do the music, 
unless you're a cover band, unless there's something that you want to emulate, be unique, be you. Just do do your own yeah. thing. Write the way that you want to write because there's an audience for you. That's what that's the thing with the music industry. They want to make you believe that you have to sound like everybody else. But what what the problem yeah. is the radio stations are inundating us with the same stuff over and over and over again. Oh you know, my god, yes. You don't hear anything. With the sampling, yeah. The yeah. sampling is the same stuff. And, and there's nothing wrong about writing love songs and stuff like that. I write social impact message songs. That's my niche. That's my thing. I love it. You know, I just mm-hmm. recently wrote a song called Blocked about blocking people on social media, um, which is now I have become my most popular <laughs> song because it's real. People block people. I love it. They block people <laughs> in their lines. I like to write those type of songs. I like to write songs where people are afraid to say something and they can just say, here, yeah. this is what I'm about to do to you. You know what I mean? It is real. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Oh my God. I love that. I had somebody contact me. It's like, oh my God, I love the song. They said, what I love about yeah. you is different. This is what the, the country music industry needs. They need something different that sounds unique, and people are just going to be like, what? What is this? Oh, we need something. Yeah. You know, in every genre, uh, people need to realize that music evolves. It needs to evolve. Mm-hmm. You cannot say yeah. the You can have, let's say for country, you can have original country music, traditional. You can have country pop, country alternative. There's actually country gothic music. Music. I mean, there's so much out there. People need to mm. understand that that concept about about yeah. music. What is it about music? What is it about uh, being artists that you like, you love the most? Oh, that's that's deep. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, I think the freedom to express myself. Mm, yeah. That's that's my main thing. Is music lets me express who I am, what I'm going through, my emotions, and also vice versa. Like if I'm listening to an artist and I'm feeling down, like mm. their words their beat, what have you, is able to, like, pick me back up. So that's, that's yeah, that's the thing that I love about music is the freedom of expression. Right. Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful thing. What about thing. you? Um, yeah. What I love about being an artist is that I can affect change in somebody's life. And I also that love... I love the feeling of performing in front of an audience. When I first decided to become an artist, I was like, I mean, I was extremely shy. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to get on that stage yeah. and perform people. But you have to come to a point <laughs> where you just, you, you have to, where you don't care. Like, you know, you're going to give yeah. a good performance. It's going to be a great show. That's the energy you just have to give out. And you have to love your own music. I tell artists all the time, if you can't play your songs on repeat, and listen to it a hundred times. Don't li- don't put it out. I can listen to myself and say, "Oh, Natalie, you do your thing." Yes, like, go yeah. girl. Yeah, I can watch my YouTube <laughs> and go over them and say, "Oh my God, I just love this." It, you have to love what you are putting out if you expect yeah. people to love your music. It's the bottom line. Yeah, you know I mean, um, and and this industry, I keep saying this, but this industry is. Cray cray hard, cray cray. Now I'm going to play your song 
Nubella honey. And I love the fact that you have this yeah. named after you. Do <laughs> <laughs> so I gather this no, on? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I was like, I was like, maybe I should like not say nothing. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> So the funny thing about New Bella Honey is I actually wrote New Bella Honey first before I changed that to my name. Um, because, like, and also New Bella Honey was the first love song I ever wrote. So it just means a lot to me. And I kind of just knew that it was just, like, it's, like, my favorite song from this from this album. I knew the moment that I wrote it that it was just something special. And then right. later on, because my name used to be like Kick-Ass Teresa, my name is not Teresa. <laughs> and I was like, and, and the fact that I had to explain to people each and every time what Kick-Ass Teresa <laughs> meant and why <laughs> it was my artist name, I was like, you know what, let's just go ahead and change it to you, Bella, honey, just because it's such a beautiful name and it means right. a love beyond, so yeah. I'm excited that you chose that song. Let's be free and run away from the shackles of our love. Join the starlight in the Milky Way, the galaxies above. Let's be free and run away from the shackles of our love. Join the starlight in the Milky Way, the galaxies above.
um, is out. Uh, I've been promoting my single that I just released or a bunch of singles. You know, I just came back from the Grammys. So I've been posting a lot of pictures on that, which is oh, a headache. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> you should have started the call. You should have started the interview with that. Was like, I just came from the Grammys. I don't know about you, what you're doing. Well, you, you, know, <laughs> you know why I just don't do that anymore? Because it's my sixth time going. And everybody gets excited when I talk about the Grammys. And it's exciting. You know, but, but the first time is the most exciting. You're just like, oh, my God, I'm going to the Grammys. This time. I'm a voting member in the Grammys. Yeah. So we okay. Get to- you know, <laughs> if you're a celebrity, just say that, you know. <laughs> no, no. No, I'm not a celebrity. I'm a celebrity. <laughs> Back in the day, it was like, I'm a member. Now they've made it extremely difficult. But you have to have two recommendation letters and all this stuff. But as a member, you get to purchase tickets to go to the Grammys. And this year was in Las Vegas. Oh. Able to go and stuff like that. Um, so, so yeah. So, it's posting yeah. pictures of those things. It's like yesterday I went to the store with my mom, and we went to try these beds. I took a picture of a, of a video of us on the bed. You know, it's, it's mm-hmm. like different life things that you're doing. It could just be you walking into a store or a restaurant that you really like. Yeah. Like I have a cousin that that's what she does. She likes promotes a lot of the, the places where she goes. She goes. She posts them on uh, TikTok. She has like uh, ten thousand followers now. Um, I have a friend that's an artist, but he he takes it over the edge. So he takes three hours a day to do just videos for TikTok, and it's him performing. And he he has, he has over thirty thousand followers. If if you wow. TikTok says. You need to do five videos a day. I don't have time. I don't know. Now Jesus. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> Unless the videos were like two minutes each. Here's the, here's the thing with the music industry. Yeah. Let's talk about this. It, does, it doesn't matter if we go over. Is the fact that back in the day, you could go into a radio station, you have a little 45 little record, go to the, the DJ and say, listen, can you play this? And nine times out of ten, they would play it. Now we're li- living yeah. in an internet platform where you have to be on every damn social media app. You have to be able to yeah. come up with ideas all the time. You have to post yeah. every day. Posting is one of the things that is critical. And then my friend, my, Nikki and I, my friend that started Sisters in Music, uh, we interviewed this one promotional company. They were saying that you need to post different on each social media app. Who, who has time for that? Uh, what, what something different? I, huh? Wow. I, I, you know, <laughs> yeah. Every day I'm posting inspirational quotes and stuff like that, just uh, listen, which I love to do, but it's also because it gives me something to post. You know, it, yeah. we have, it, it, now as an artist, you have to think of so many strategies to try yeah. to be heard. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, being silly like one of the things I did for one of my songs was to try to get somebody there's a uh, company called Fiverr you know you go there you can get people to do anything like oh Fiverr yeah Fiverr's great so I got this woman to create a dance for one of my songs so somebody mentioned why don't you do that and she you know I put that on TikTok people loved it um what yeah okay continue (laughs) Through the game. Through the game. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You can hire. Fiverr has a lot of good things. So you can hire people 
to do it like this. It is some people charge you twenty bucks, ten bucks, whatever to do to do a dance to your song. It could be fifteen seconds, thirty seconds, a minute, <clears throat> whatever you want. In fact, I did that for my song Blocked, and the person sent me this stuff. But I, I don't know if he's just stealing the, these dance routines from <laughs> other people's face. But that's <laughs> for country line dancing, and he sends me this <clears throat> this pop routine, and I'm like. I asked you first before I ordered this, and I have to go back to it. But anyway, um, but yeah, but yeah. there are people on Fiverr that will create a dance routine for you, for your music. I mean, you. The thing is, the whole yeah. thing about the music industry is that you you have to reinvent yourself. You have to reinvent ideas. You have to all day long now. I'm I'm thinking, what can I put on TikTok? What can I post now? Yeah. I don't have a lot of me singing on there, which. I, I said I have to put more of me singing on TikTok because you actually can, yeah. you can go live on TikTok just like Instagram Live, um, just like doing Facebook Live. Um, if you have any type of performances or any videos, you upload that. Now, the downside to some mm. of those things is that even though it's your damn music, TikTok will come up and say, mm-hmm. oh, there's a copyright on this. So how you go around that is that if you can post at least 15 seconds of your video. If it's a music video. If it's just you performing, they will allow it. Um, They've upped the amount of time that the videos can be. The videos can be up to three minutes. Um, The other thing that's great about uh, uh, TikTok is um, I I should send you this because they always have classes on on, on, uh, TikTok. But um, the they have templates now. Like let's say you have twelve pictures. I did something like that for my TikTok where I took a bunch of pictures from the Grammys. I put them on there, and there were a lot of views for that. And they make them more mm-hmm. interesting. Um, I know with Instagram, uh, the, the reels you can post a video on that. You can do a remix of it, which I plan to do of one of the things I just posted. Um, so there's so many. There's just more to do, I believe, as artists oh, okay. to be seen and heard. And some of these platforms are great. I mean, the yeah. other platform recently my my friend told me, well, she told me this last year, is Pinterest. I was, I was shocked. Pinterest? When she just, listen. I thought I was like, old school. Yeah. It's not. It, yeah. I don't even want to say old school. I don't want to utter that word, but it's just like, it's, I don't hear a lot of people talk about Pinterest, so. <laughs> old school. So my friend did. She okay. <laughs> Because I, I really, I have, I had that for years, and I have to, I have to go back in, and yeah, I have to go back in and look and do some stuff on that, because it's another platform that so many people are just not aware where you can gain traction on people. It's, it's like okay, you take your song Nubella Honey, which is about you, yeah, and then you, and then you pin different things around it that represent you. Boom! Somebody else is gonna say, my God, these represent me. I need to follow Nubella. This is how the process works. Now I need to do this. this my ass, my ass needs to do all this stuff. But no, girl, like I, the way you're making social media sound right now, it sounds blissful. Because like when I think about social media, I want to just all I want to do is scroll and laugh. Like when right. I have to like post about myself and I have to come up with content ideas, that is the most stressful 
thing ever. And then I have to think about, okay, do I really want to do this dance, dumbass dance move, or do I just want to remain authentic to myself? (laughs) And then I overthink all this shit, and then at the end of the day, I'm like, nah, I'm not going to do this. (laughs) I'm going to do it tomorrow. So it's just a repeated cycle of the same procrastination just because social media is such a ugh to me. Just because everything is so copied. It's a pain in the ass, but the thing is, you have yes. to talk about as an artist. Like, you take New Bella. Here's yes. an idea. New Bella Honey, all right? You find some inspirational quotes that go along with New Bella Honey. And you, so there's oh, a, a, you can Google this, but there's um, different platforms where you take a picture and you add music to it. You do that. You post mm-hmm. it. You post it. You do, okay, you, here, here's another thing. Hashtagging. You have to hashtag things to death. Now, I learned this from my sister with TikTok, is that when you open TikTok, you can okay. look at the trending hashtags. So yeah. the tra- hashtags don't go with what you're doing. You just put it on there. It makes people look. Right? Even if it doesn't go? Even if it doesn't go, because it's, people are going to look oh. at it. And look. So it gives them, okay, what is this? Let me just check this out for a th- Yes. Okay. Yes. Look at me. I was, try, I was trying to follow the rules and shit. I was like, you know what? This doesn't go. So let me go ahead. You know, I'm like, man, okay. <laughs> this is how even start free balling all this. <laughs> yes, you do this on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. And I'm learning Snapchat. So I'm going to figure that. out. But um, Clubhouse, <laughs> these are the ways okay. you get people to listen to your music. You kind of have to do a little trickery with the with yeah. the tagging thing, but it gets people to listen. Here's another thing I just discovered. So you know, Facebook owns Instagram, so they do the reels. However, if you go on Instagram, there's a section in your profile where you can click on reels. So I was like, well, let, me, right. let me try this message. I haven't tried it here. So I did a I did a song for a friend. You know, I sang a song off of his album, and we did a music video for it. So I said, okay, let me put the 15 seconds there. So people can see it. Now, mind you, this, the video came back, came out in October, and we've shared it a hundred million times. Here, I put oh, it on these God. reels. It, it got a hundred views, and I'm thinking, where have these people been? It's the yeah. are weird, especially with Facebook. So Facebook is doing a thing now where sometimes you don't see an, a person's post for two or three days. They posted it. But you don't, I don't know what, it's called shadow banning. I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, that I'm confused about. Yeah, so, yeah, so the Facebook real thing, it really works. I mean, even my friend Michael, Michael, who I send the song, he put it in his reel. Yeah. And he's like, look, all these people have seen it. And then another person was like, oh, I want to see the full video. And then he shared it with other people. Oh, yeah. okay. Sometimes you give a teaser or something so that they can go to your YouTube uh uh, website, to, to, uh, YouTube page, so that they can see it. When you release a single and you're promoting it before you release it, now I've never done this. A lot of yeah. people did this. The, the yeah, I've never done that either. You can take a snippet, okay? It could be for mm-hmm. eight seconds, eight seconds of the song. You go to Canva, you create a little video, da da da. Put the eight seconds and say, okay, this is coming up in two weeks or four weeks. Get ready for it. And then you start talking about what the song is about, okay? You get a little, and you don't have to, you just, you just have the eight seconds. 
But then you can take quotes that represent what the song means. And then people are going to be, oh, I wonder what, what the new Bella song is going to be about. Bam! The song is released. People are, oh, they've already anticipated wanting to listen to the song. Here you've released it. Then you get a, you get a lot of views. Yeah. Wow. Girl, you're saying game right now. <laughs> and I'm like typing. Trust me, I'm typing all these things that you tell me. <laughs> Like I, I would have never thought. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God, that is yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna try the um the hashtag thing and the Canva thing, just cause like I didn't even think when it came to like releasing like my like singles that you had to like pre market it. Like I didn't, yeah, like, yeah. I just couldn't think of ways to actually do that. Yeah, and still keep the mystery of the song. Yeah, no, it's good. They tell you to. It's good to hint a little bit. Like, I will all yeah. of a sudden. I will. I will go on social media. Ah, the song's about to be released in two weeks. They're like, oh, another one. I'm like, yeah. Um, or sometimes there was a day I just said, ah, release it. So last year I had seven released back to back. Like one day was one, and one. And I'll never do that to it again. That was a lot of work for me. <laughs> that, that was cray cray mode. But yeah, no, I bet you can do it at least a month to two weeks before the song is about to release, just to give them a, a taste, a hint. Yeah, coming out. Yeah, you do that. That's smart. Yeah, I'm definitely. I'm yeah. I'm going to use that for sure. I'm gonna even open up Pinterest. Because yeah. I know oh. I deleted mine, so I'm I'm gonna like open a new one. You're gonna have to dust it off. <laughs> Say yeah. hello, <laughs> hello friend. I missed you. Um, but yeah, there's so many things. I'm always googling ways to you know promote the songs and and try get, to get people yeah. to listen and uh, and just the reality of what it's like to be an indie independent artist. You know, you're competing yeah. against promotion it's promotion 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 you have to it's yeah. a 24 job it's a 24 7 hour job it's, it's yeah. that is what it is now for my last question for you what is mm-hmm. a message, message uh, inspirational quote it doesn't matter word that you like to use to push yourself throughout the day the year the minute the lifetime <laughs> Um, so there's this quote that I kind of like made it to my own that I heard from I was watching the breakfast club like a I don't know a couple years ago and Charlamagne said this quote and I just kind of reworded it so this quote is live your truth to the fullest if the truth is shameful and evil then you have no business doing it so the way I applied this into my life is if I feel like I'm going to, if I'm in a situation where I feel like it's going to be shysty, where I feel like now it sounds good, but later on it's going to be, it's going to hinder my peace that I'm not going to do it. I, mm-hmm. I, I move with the line of honesty and just being honest with myself to know that whatever I want and whatever I seek will happen. I just need to be patient and put in hard work. So that's that's my little quote. <laughs> Amen to that. Mine is I write my own narrative. 
nobody can tell me yeah. who I am. Exactly, sure. exactly. <laughs> well, Nubella, thank you for being on Chatting with Nat. Um, oh, no, you're welcome. I'm so happy to be on here. This is, this is dope. This is cute. I like it. All right. Well, we got to get you on the IG Live uh, someday soon. We can do yes. our thing and chat some more. Yes. Um, so thank you. I've learned a lot. Oh, I'm going to follow your music. I love your music. Um, I love Nubella Honey. I got to do a song called Natalie John. Natalie, <laughs> I might not be able to get on radio. But, uh, <laughs> uh, wow, no, you're extraordinary. I love your energy. Uh, I love your, you, we're, we're the same, we're Sagittarius, we'd like to manifest, amen to that. Yes, yes. No. <laughs> we're, we're here for all of it. Yeah, no, definitely do all that TikTok stuff I told you about. Um, yeah, I'll definitely do that, yeah. Stuff. Um, I'll be walking out for it, um, <laughs> watching you do your thing. <laughs> um, but thanks again for, it's been my honor to have you on Chatting with Nat. Um, you're welcome, and thank you. It's, it was an honor to be on your show, and I hope you have a wonderful and, and blessed day. Thank you. Happy Easter! Happy Easter, girl. All right. Bye. All right. <laughs> Chatting with Nat with pop funk artist Nubella Honey. You can find her at nubellahoney.com. You can follow her at, she has an album link, she has an Instagram, she has Facebook, she has Twitter. Just follow her. Until next time on Chatting with Nick. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Love your voice.